Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Ed Vitagliano. And welcome back. Ed Vitagliano sitting in for Tim Wildman this week. I'm joined by Fred Jackson, News Director for American Family News from a hidden bunker in an undisclosed location in Kansas City, Kansas. Dr. Ray Pritchard of Keep Believing Ministries. Ray, tell us a little bit about Keep Believing Ministries. Well, if you surf on over on the internet, keepbelieving.com, you'll see videos, you'll see audio, you'll see a ton of biblical material. It's all free. Last night, guys, I did the Path to 666, that uh, that little message that I've been talking about this week, did it live on YouTube and Facebook and archived to our website, and it's up on the front page there. Had a blast, had hundreds and hundreds of views of that so far, and the best thing that's happened is I was trying to show that uh, somebody is always listening, and I said people have Alexa, and they have Siri, and they say, hey Alexa, hey Siri, so I said that just as an illustration, and the guy wrote me a note. I'm here in Kansas City, and I said, you can say, hey, Alexa. And he said, I'm out here in Nevada, and from the other room, Alexa heard you over the Internet and answered back. And I said, that does kind of prove my point. Someone, Ed, is always listening. Uh, hey, l- l- let me ask you this. Um because uh, I'm over here on your website, keepbelieving.com. Uh, Can people still watch that from last night, yes, even though absolutely. they missed it live? Uh, on, the, on the front, right there on the front page, keepbelieving.com, you'll see my face, and it says Pass to, Pass to 666. Just click on that. Click on that screen, and the presentation from last night will start playing, and it's going to be archived right there on our okay. website. All right, so folks, anytime. check it out. Now, somebody else who does, uh, I don't know, a little bit for the kingdom of God, Dr. Alex McFarland. Fred, you and I have to get some advanced degrees or something. We're surrounded by doctors. Dr. Alex McFarland, co-host of Exploring the Word, heard weekdays at 3 p.m. Central Time right here on American Family Radio. Alex, welcome back to today's issues. Well, greetings from a secret hidden Classified bunker in North Carolina. North Carolina. Hey, you know, Alex. Uh, now you have a you have a ministry as well. I mean, you do more things than just uh, appear out of thin air here on American Family Radio. Uh, can people access um, your ministry or find out what you're doing or where you're going to be? Do you have a website well, or anything like that? Thank you, Brother Ed. Uh, yes, m- just my name, alexmcfarland.com. And uh, my schedule is on there. By the way, this weekend, I'm going to be at Emmanuel Baptist Church in Vicksburg, Mississippi. Pastor Bill Brumfield, great church. We're going to be doing a biblical worldview thing. On Saturday night, I'll be doing some Q&A, just open mic Q&A and giving some news analysis from a biblical perspective, and I'll be preaching on Sunday. But yeah, I do a lot of traveling, and um, what we've done for really 20 years has been organize apologetics conferences, and um, one of the greatest blessings, it's so uh, interesting, I was talking to a friend in, uh, on the West Coast yesterday, and they said, uh, what would you say was kind of the most significant thing God ever did in your ministry? And I said, well, 
you know, we've, we've seen more than 25,000 people walk an aisle to pray and accept Christ, and the majority of those are young people, teens and college kids. And so, you know, obviously that's why we do what we do, to evangelize the lost and equip the saved. But 13 years ago, I got a call from a guy named Tim Wildman, and he said, we want to put you on the radio and we'll do a show called Exploring the Word. And um, I had been approached by a lot of radio networks over the years, and Generally, Christian radio is a pay-to-play kind of proposition, and I said, well, uh, Mr. Wallman, I-, I definitely know who you are. It's great to hear from you, but uh, we need to talk about money because I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> and the first person ever to say this out of the world of radio, he said, I don't want any money. If you'll commit to do the show, I'll put you on. And um, let me say Going on American Family Radio 13 years ago with Exploring the Word, originally with Marvin Sanders, now with Bert Harper, um, a decade plus ago, Marvin went to be with the Lord, and then came one of the greatest blessings of my life, Bert Harper. But um, guys, being on AFR did more to propel our ministry into the stratosphere. And uh, part of the reason I've had, you know, 45 preaching weekends a year for 13 years is because people hear me on AFR and then they invite me to come and either, you know, do a thing for their youth or how to defend the Christian faith. But so, Ed, to your question, um, our ministry goings on are found at alexmcfarland.com and we, we do events, publishing and broadcasting to try to help save a nation, the USA. Well, Alex, let me ask you, the, and thank you for those. Hey, listen, People, there's a lot of things about American Family Association, American <laughs> Family Radio, that people don't know. And that story you told about Tim, that that kind of thing is is real, real here, folks. Yeah. Uh, we, the, the the leadership here at American Family Association has a heart for the body of Christ and for this nation and for the world and for the gospel. So, but uh, uh, Alex, so let me just ask you something that you mentioned uh, uh, when you're talking about the worldview. Uh, event that you're doing at the church in Vicksburg, okay? Um, mm-hmm. is, is there a growing interest in worldview? Uh, are churches not interested by and large? Is there any kind of trend you could tell us about uh, about that? Uh, I think there's a, a phenomenal hunger. Guys, I'm very encouraged by the hunger people have to know the Bible uh, and especially that hunger among young people. Um, we did four youth camps this summer, and we were in front of approximately 650 teenagers, middle schoolers, high schoolers. And guys, you know, what's so encouraging is uh, kids want to know the truth about God, about salvation, about the United States. But here, here's the thing, too, that I think is so encouraging, that kids, there's just this... Um, awareness that something's going on in the world. And with kind of revisionist history, critical race theory, you know, kids might not know all of the big terminologies, but, I mean, they know when they're being sold something. And I have middle schoolers, and they they listen to Exploring the Word, or they come to our camps, and they'll say, you know, Mr. McFarlane, you know, my, my teacher says so many bad things about America, but America's a good country, and my granddaddy fought in the, you know, served in the armed forces, and how do I stand up for America, and how do I stand up for Christianity? So guys, I'm excited 
that, that we do uh, conferences, we publish books. Bert Harper and I are working on our second book. And whether it's, you know, an event or a camp or a broadcast or a curriculum, and we're working on that, there is a phenomenal hunger. And guys, I just want to say to everybody listening, look, the Lord is building a wave of revival. And, and I want to encourage everybody to be a part of it. Please pray for this country. Uh, drill down deeply in the Bible and know what you believe and, and be confident about speaking up for Christ and for America. And uh, the, the wave of revival is coming, and I just want to encourage everybody to be a part of it. That's very interesting because we don't hear that kind of optimism very often. Right. You know, we listen to surveys, we read surveys of the state of the church in America. But I think it's very interesting, uh, Alex, that you are, are talking about this generation that's coming up that many times gets criticized even in the Christian community. You know, they're not interested in anything else but their cell phones and, you know, doing selfies and all that sort of thing. But we ought to be encouraged that they're they're digging a little deeper, also that they are sensitive. We were talking about this last hour. They are sensitive to the fact that there is spiritual warfare going on out right. there. They're seeing it. Yeah. Uh, they get it. I mean, they might not know the term spiritual warfare, but kids understand there's kind of a battle going on. I want to say a word, if I may, uh, to the pastors out there. And I have pastored two churches, one one very large in Charlotte, North Carolina, one couple of hundred people in Greensboro. And, and I realize pastors often feel like they've got to be very diplomatic and things like that. I want to encourage the pastors to boldly preach moral truth, encourage your people to vote, talk about the issues. The vast majority of parishioners, and, you know, Fred, you mentioned the the article that came out last Friday about Christianity shrinking in America. And yes, at the moment, that that does appear to be the case. I think the pendulum is going to come back the other way. But we have got to have some pastors that have courage to, I mean, you better be preaching the Word of God. And pastors, you better be urging your folks to try to be salt and light for the saving of America. And and there there's kind of this um, accusation, oh, if, if you love America, if you're patriotic, well, that's Christian nationalism. Um, well, that's not necessarily a bad thing because we're, we've all got to live somewhere. And to these pastors that, you know, kind of piously say, well, I don't sully my hands with the dirty business of politics. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, so how much ministry are you going to do when you finally get, you know, put in a, a cell and you're, you know, part of a, a socialist, um, you know, re-education camp or something. Uh, we have got to exercise the freedom to speak up and save our freedoms before those freedoms are beyond saving. So pastors, come on, let's do this. Let's lift up Jesus, let's talk about God and country, and let's mobilize the 100 million adult Christians to be truth and light in our country. Alex, one of the things I appreciate so much of the many things I appreciate about your ministry is that you continue to talk about revival even in these days. There are some, I suppose, well-meaning Christian leaders who, at least when you listen to them, 
it sounds like things are so far gone in America that there is no hope of revival at all. What do you say to the people who say, we're too far gone, we cannot have revival with a situation as bad as things are here in America? Well, uh, Ray, we, we serve the God who raises the dead. Yes. Hey, hey um, three days past the funeral, and Jesus <laughs> says, did I not tell you if you believe you will see the glory of God? Mm. Uh, for with God, nothing should be impossible. And, and I'm going to get, regarding revival and national restoration, I'm going to tell everybody what God says about it. And I keenly realize these words were written to ancient Israel, but the, the principles will work for any nation. They will. If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, then God says this, I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, I will heal their land. That's Second Chronicles 7.14. And yes, I know it was written to Israel. But, you know, it, it will work for the church of the 21st century. It will work for the remnant of believers in America. Folks, let's turn to God. He loves us. He can, he can revive. He can save. He can restore. And we just got to turn to him. I will say this, guys. One of the keys to a move of God, and, and sometimes, maybe sometime when we have time, I want to tell you some events that I've been in over the last 25 years where I've seen people saved. Um, if you're ever in a place where the Holy Spirit is just heavily present in the room, you'll know it. And if you've ever been in one of these times when God big time showed up, you'll, you'll never be satisfied till you experience that again. But let me just say this, one of the keys is unity within the body of Christ. And uh, John 17, 21 speaks to this, D.L. Moody said, God is pleased when Christians work together. I, I want to encourage people listening, plan a prayer meeting. No, no big agenda, no big you know, guest list of Christian celebs. Just pastors, Christians, get a bunch of churches together and say, all we're going to do is just pray, and we'll start the prayer by worshiping our Savior. When it's all about Jesus and when the body of Christ is unified, Watch God show up. Alex and Ray, I've kind of got a question for you. Uh, Alex, certainly encouraged by your report of uh, young people that are coming along and they're grasping what's going on and, and your optimism for a revival. Ray, you're a great teacher of Bible prophecy. And uh, there are people who believe we're very close to the Lord's return. So, is there, uh, some people may say there's a conflict there. You're talking about a revival coming. And yet this teacher over here says, boy, we're getting closer to the Lord's return. Look what's going on out there. What do you say to those who say there's a conflict? One, one is right and one is wrong. Uh, how do you put those two together? Let's let uh, Ray jump in and then Alex, uh, why don't you follow that up? You know, <clears throat> biblically, there's no contradiction at all. Everything Alex said is 100% right. We ought to work and pray and look to God uh, for great moves in our day. And I actually think as we go hurtling down the, the highway of history, hurtling toward the second coming of Christ, and I'm happy to say I believe Jesus is coming soon. I can't define soon. I don't have any secret dates. I don't have any inside information. But I do read the New Testament that he is coming, and his coming is imminent at any moment. 
And I think while we are waiting for Jesus to return, he told us, occupy till I come. We're to be busy, praying, working, serving, caring, going, rebuilding the homes like Steve Tiber was talking about, reaching out, rescuing these girls that have been caught up in the sex trafficking. We ought to do all we can while we can. We ought to get up every day and look to the east and say, maybe today. There's no contradiction between wholehearted service for the Lord today and believing that Jesus may come today, and if not tomorrow, and if not tomorrow, the day after tomorrow. Let's work, and let's pray, and let's watch all at the same time. There's no contradiction at all. Hmm. Alex? Well, I, I would agree, and and the thing is, yes, you know, I, I believe too that we're very likely near the return of Jesus, um, and the Bible says evil men will wax worse and worse, but yet we don't know. I mean, you know, Jesus may sound the trumpet and come back, you know, hours or a day from now, or it, it might be a decade or a century. We simply don't know. You know, guys, when I was a brand new believer, I was about 21, 22 in the mid 80s. And I met this elderly pastor. He was nearly 100 years old. And he said to me, he said, you know, back during the time of Adolf Hitler, they just knew, oh, this, this must be the Antichrist. Hates the Jews, going to take over the world. Clearly, it's over. Here's the Antichrist. Well, it, it wasn't. Uh, Hitler was bad and was eventually subdued, thank God. But the thing is, our job is to be ready and be faithful and be fruitful. And uh, we know, um, you know, it must needs be that offenses come. We know it's inevitable, but our job is to keep on fulfilling the Great Commission because we, we simply don't know, although the signs certainly appear to be compelling, but we've got to stay ready and stay faithful. Amen. Amen. So I got from that that response that, praise the Lord, there can be a revival, but that uh, that doesn't conflict with the idea that Jesus could come back at any time. We have to be ready for the Lord's return, right. but we have to be busy while we're waiting for the Lord's return. Right. And if we're busy and we're ministering in faith, what I hear, and, and Ray and Alex, if I'm putting words in your mouth, please correct me, but I hear both of you saying, uh, and Fred, I hear you saying, that if we're busy and we are in faith doing what God has called us to do, God will bless it. Yes. So I, I'm not going to go and preach at a church and not believe that God could move in that church service and win people to Christ. Yes. I'm just, I mean, why why preach if yeah. you don't believe that? Why, you know, Steve Tiber we had, uh, uh, Alex, we had Steve on uh, in the last uh, hour, uh, president of Eight Days of Hope. They have tremendous stories of people coming to Christ because they re rebuild their homes. Yes. They're trying to alleviate human Amen. suffering, show the love of Christ, and they're doing it with a heart to bring people to the Lord. And lo and behold, that's exactly what God does. Yes. So, Amen. Uh, Alex, let me come come back to you. And by the way, I, I, I have fun just parking on these kinds of subjects. Um, uh, Ray called it the other day, said it's calling an audible. So uh, <laughs> I'm calling an audible here. And uh, folks, I hope if you're listening, you're not overly disappointed that we're kind of parking on this. This has kind of been an hour and a half where we've talked about ministry and about what God's doing. So um, you, you two, uh, talking about Ray Pritchard and Alex McFarlane are two of my favorite people in the world. I mean that. I'm not mm. just saying that because I'm on the air with you. But Ray, you 
the, the focus of your ministry is oftentimes churches. Alex, the focus of your ministry oftentimes high school and college kids. So, uh, Alex, let me let me just ask you uh, this this question because we're coming up towards the uh, the end of the program. You you talked about ministering to college kids and they kind of have this understanding that something is going on. Um, do you uh, see amongst young people uh, a hunger for the the truth of God's word, or do you see? Uh, I'm talking about college kids who might not be Christian. Um, or do you see a, a hunger for kind of the, uh, the superficial versions of Christianity, the uh, kind of the admixture of Christianity with wokeism and stuff? Are, are, is there on college campuses, is there a hunger for the truth of God, even if the message isn't palatable? Um, it, it varies. I, I mean, there are some kids that want kind of Christianity light, L-I-T-E. Um, and those, it seems like to me, you know, and there are exceptions, but I'm saying kind of in general, many of the kids that grew up kind of in the um, sort of loosey-goosey churches where it was really entertainment more than discipleship, they're content to have kind of a Christianity light. But the kids with like no background in Christianity um, when they they seem to understand this is a radical life change that we're laying in front of you to become a follower of Jesus. And I'm going to say what Jordan Peterson, the Canadian psychologist, um, you ought to Google his message to the churches. Jordan Peterson said, and I agree, he said, ask more, not less, of your young people. Don't, don't give them a fuzzy, he didn't say this, but I'm saying, don't give just a fuzzy Jesus bunny. Jesus is just one more thing to accessorize your life. No, we are becoming followers of Jesus. This is a radical life change. It requires commitment, but it will save your soul, and it will count for eternity. And I'm finding every, every city I'm in, every conference we put on, that the, the kids that come out of lostness, they are ready for something real, and certainly Jesus is that, and they are ready for a commitment that will cost them their whole life. And isn't that wow. what disciples are supposed to give anyway? Amen. That was from, uh, I know you were paraphrasing, Jordan Peterson has a video out uh, saying something that... I... Yeah, Jordan Peterson put out a video about uh, the end of July. It's radical. And he says, look, churches, stop trying to save the planet. Drop the social justice. He says, engage in the saving of souls. That's your job. It's it's powerful. Wow. It's Jordan. It's interesting to follow his story. Uh, I'm not sure if he's reached the point where he is a Christian, but right. I've been reading reports where, just as Alex is talking about, he's moving in that direction. He's brilliant. Oh yeah. And oh, he yeah. and he has had conservative points of view on various issues, but but if you read and you watch some of his recent videos. He seems to be moving, and he's searching. Let me put yeah. it that way. I, I see a man who's searching, and may also, maybe at the point where he's yeah. ready to make that decision. Well, I talked earlier about praying, folks. Mm. Pray for Jordan Peterson. Mm -hmm. And uh, listen, that's the music, Alex. Thank you so much for what you bring to this ministry and to the body of Christ and the work of the kingdom. Appreciate it. Thank you. God for being bless on. you all. God bless you. Uh, Ray, same to you, brother. 
keep. Hey, thank you. I, 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 I always tease you a little bit when you can't be on. I think next week you're doing your little Bible teaching yeah, thing. That's right. <laughs> do my Bible teaching stuff. That's yeah. Right. So uh, thank you for all you do for the kingdom, you your faithfulness, brother, to the, thank you, the word of God. Uh, folks, hey, listen, that's all the time we have. I hope you got something out of this. Hope you were encouraged in the Lord. Hey, guess what? More great programming directly ahead on American Family Radio. Check it out. Lord willing, Trivia Friday is tomorrow.